1: thanks for listening to the az wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. all right you know the drill you put down five bucks you get 150 dollars in free plays if you bet on any of these games and if you're a new customer with john schuster i am merely mike luke all right arizona state fans have been making fun of arizona fans for quite a while they generally don't like to talk about the basketball programs um that's generally never been a winning point for them but ASU fans look at themselves as being an elite football school. They are not, but we'll just go under that premise. Arizona Arizona State football is in a lot of trouble right now compared to Arizona. We'll get to Arizona. I know that Arizona's coming off a 1-11 season, but there's certainly hope on the recruiting front. We'll talk about that. But Arizona State, let's keep it on there. They have now lost 28 players to the transfer portal. And a lot, of these, a lot of these guys are actually good. Give you some of the destinations they've transferred to. LSU, USC, Ohio State, Florida State. I can go on and on. So you're not just losing guys. You could go on and on another 24 times. Correct. Because there are 28 players who have left. These aren't all OKGs. Mm-hmm. These are guys that, you know, obviously... They're talented. They're, they're talented, mm-hmm. yes. And... I, this is a this is a very bizarre situation right here and that you're holding on to edwards you're also but you also i don't know what you really do though because you're probably going to be hit with some pretty severe sanctions and i don't know any coach that's going to want to step into a a situation where you don't know what those sanctions are going to be and you got a completely empty roster
0: Okay. Uh, are, are, are you surprised with how meteoric this has been with Herm Edwards in both directions? Because, like you, if I recall correctly, mm-hmm. you were not a big fan of the hire. Right. It was certainly a unique hire mm-hmm. uh, that went through this process of, at one point, being, wow, how did ASU nail that right. to, wow. How did this get so bad? Correct. Uh, is there are are any of those elements as 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 surprising
1: as the dramatic fluctuations that you've seen here? Well, I think the only thing that you've got to be disappointed with if you're an ASU fan, well, among others, is that other you, lost 28 yeah, from, you lost twenty eight players. lost you in the transfer portal, and you're never deep able to the NCAA. But you had three top twenty five recruiting classes in a row, and you were never able to capitalize on it. You were never able to break through where USC was down in those type of spots. And, yeah, I mean, yes, right now, this is as big a dumpster fire as you, can, as you can possibly imagine. Now, again, Arizona coming off Kevin Sumlin was a massive dumpster fire. But here's a little bit of the difference, though, is that you could come in there and you could basically just start from scratch. Jed Fish could walk in there and say, all right, you know, half these guys... aren't good enough to play for me and you don't have to worry about sanctions scholarship reductions you don't have to you can sell recruits on the on future optimism all of that stuff Whoever they get, and I'm assuming that at some point they're going to let Herm Edwards go, um, because I don't see this season going very well for them. I imagine that Herm Edwards is in the same position that Sean
0: Miller is, in that they're they're biding their time until, even though Ray Anderson is well connected to him, and Anderson could be in deep Mm -hmm. crap here too, but... The university is biding its time until official sanctions come down. Right. And once those
1: official sanctions come down, then they're probably gonna make a move. And that would be my guess. That's what I would assume as well, because I think it's difficult to get a coach that's gonna say, Yeah, sure, I don't care about what could possibly happen there, sign me up. But okay, let's but let's look at it from the perspective that you just brought up. Why
0: wouldn't you just blow the whole thing up eventually and and try to find I'm not a big fan of copycat coaching hires, mm-hmm. generally speaking. I think I think the better teams function not reacting, but ultimately uh, trying to be ahead of the curve and figuring out what it is that they ultimately do well. So for sake of argument here, though, using the Arizona model, why doesn't ASU just blow the whole thing up and find another coach, start from scratch, recognize that this is going to be a three- or four-year rebuild, which it is anyway, right. regardless of who they hire, and see who they can get? Sanctions be damned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I mean because look look at it this way. Is is ASU is ASU a better over as much as we make fun of Arizona State understandably. Mm-hmm. And their and their belief of what they are. Mm-hmm. Over the last pick it 25 years, 35 years since they both came into the in, in into the Pac-10 at the time, is ASU a better football program than Arizona? Marginally. But generally speaking, yes, for most of those years. Marginally. If if ASU is sixth in the conference, Arizona's eighth. Right. Something like that. Marginally. Right. right? Okay. So if you have that kind of marginal advantage, then if you can do things to make yourself better at Arizona, why can't you do things to make yourself better at ASU? So I could see this even with significant sanctions coming down the pike and no talent on the roster right now mm-hmm. uh, as being an attractive job for someone
1: who believes they can finally win and at that you're, school. The one thing I don't think you're going to get, and that's called a teaser right there, but real, real quick, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Put in five bucks on these NBA games, you get $150 in free plays, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. If you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Again, Arizona only. And I will remind uh, all of you, I told you to get in on the Miami Heat when they were at about plus 1,400 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They are now at plus 550. Hop in there when you can, DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right. If you're, but here's where I think ASU is also in a little bit of a dilemma that Arizona was also in, in that Jed Fish was, Je- now listen, we have no clue. and I, I'm, I'm I've Honestly, Jed Fish time. was Herm Edwards without the sanctions. Yeah, for sure. But if you're a coach and, you, and you're and you looking at ASU or U of A as a stepping stone job, and let's be honest, I think most coaches look at these both these entities, are you going to want to go to a stepping stone job where you don't even know what's going to be your limitations for the next two or three years? It's hard to recruit if you can't play in a postseason. It's hard to recruit if you or if you have a roster of 60 scholarship players as opposed to 85, there's a lot of unknowns that Arizona didn't have.
0: If I'm, gonna, if I'm confident in myself and I'm going to make $3 million a year, mm-hmm. maybe I do that. And in the process, if I can make ASU in the next three years with sanctions, let's say sanctions are three years, who mm-hmm. the hell knows? Theoretical number, we're just tossing it out there. Say I'm there for three years, I'm, I'm, I'm in charge of the rebuild, uh, and I'm young. Right, not that I'm a 60 year old who's trying to stabilize. You're not something. bringing in Bill a, Snyder. Something like you know, right. something like uh, you know, an established guy who's been successful elsewhere and tries to come in has a has a spotless reputation. Tries to get you back on track. Right. If you're going the youth route, right? Okay, if you're confident in yourself and you're six and six at an ASU team where you're trying to figure out how do these guys get any talent whatsoever. Now, now a lot of other schools are looking at you, mm-hmm. and, and and maybe they're saying, "Jeez." This guy can coach if he did a miracle job there to make them respectable. What's, what, what can he do at our university where, where we don't have those sorts of problems and a chance to win? So I think there are, you know, there, there there are obviously in the short term a lot of negatives to keep in mind as to what's happening in the immediacy. But it's still talking about a head coaching job at a Power 5 conference uh, at a school with a population base that's, what, six in the country? 4th, 5th, 6th in the country? There's a lot of positives
1: in terms of potential uh, for that job, it just goes to show you though that ASU, all that, all those seventy to seven things, it doesn't really mean anything. Cause sure, you beat a bad Arizona football team, but guess what? You don't really matter. And at the same time, Arizona, Arizona football, which historically hasn't really mattered, at least has some potential going forward. And we'll see how that plays out. I would bet you though that Arizona is going to be better than ASU this year. Now. It might be a, yeah. yeah yeah. I think that's a very real. I mean that's again. You've lost half your roster. Sure, so I, it's a very real possibility.
0: A, ASU looks like it'll be a disaster this right. year, and, and and that's added if you
1: don't have anybody from a coaching staff standpoint that can stabilize this. Has there ever been a bigger? Um, and again, need to keep prefacing this by saying I don't know if Jed Fish can coach. But has there ever seemingly been a bigger gap in the way that both programs are looking between ASU and U of A? We'll talk about that. But real quick, again, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, put in five bucks on these games, get $150 in free plays. Playoffs are here. Make it happen. Okay. So we talked about Arizona football, ASU football. Now let's talk some Arizona basketball. Well... Uh, You got Tommy Lloyd right here, who I think it's fair to say at this point was a home run hire. And Bobby Hurley, who I think at one point looked like he had some real upside, but I think he's kind of just kind of petered out a little bit. I think you essentially know what you're going to get with Bobby Hurley. You're going to get a bunch of athletes going up and down that are probably finish fifth or sixth in the conference. I don't think that they're really going to rise above that because I think they would have by this point. He's been there, what, six years? So is that okay if you're ASU? All right. I mean, it's it's okay if you're it's okay if your football program's good, but right now you're looking at something where you've got an incredibly mediocre right. basketball, and you've got a football program that is in the dumps.
0: Well, ASU, when it comes to basketball, mediocre is an improvement for sure. So, so if your fringe NCAA tournament, and this is one of the weird things about Hurley, when we talked about ASU earlier this year during the basketball season. We were kind of surprised at how bad they were based on the talent that was at, the, the right. physical talent that was on that roster. Right. And then, well, damn it, they kind right. of pulled in Oregon State. Right. They got they got really good. Until, they improved significantly they got in the that first last round month. Of the... And then they got the first round and had the meltdown. Right. But even in that game for 35 minutes, they were dominating it with Stanford, right, before mm-hmm. they had the incredible meltdown in, right. in that first-round tournament. So they were in control of that game for 35 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't expect ASU to go on some big tournament run beyond that. But you can't argue what their improvement was over the last month of the season. Right. So what? So we thought at the time, man, is Hurley just going to level off and he's going to be like a lot of other coaches and maybe, maybe just 500 at ASU? I'm not sure. Because at least he gets talent. Mm-hmm. At least he gets physically talented people. He's frustrating for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is you look at them and they seem woefully poorly coached. Correct. Uh, but... You can't argue the talent. Right. You can't argue the physical gifts that are on that roster. So Hurley's got half of it at least, mm. you know. So maybe that's better for ASU. What you don't want to do with ASU basketball right now, I think, is completely blow it up because ASU football's a disaster. Right. So maybe having Hurley there in As some a, sort of Bobby stabilizer, has a stabilizer, which is which is yes. <laughs> the. The most—a uh, uh, very ridiculous image, to, say, yes. to yes. say the least. But nevertheless, he
1: may be a program stabilizer right. up there right now, even if that means you're 20 and 13. Right. And then you look over at Arizona ASU basketball. You just lost your longtime uh, Arizona ASU women's basketball. You just lost your longtime coach. Um, and Who was uh, really good. Who was really good, by the way. Arizona's got Adia Barnes, who I don't know that there's many people in the country that you would choose over for the next right. ten to fifteen. Adia years. Barnes and Tommy Lloyd are good to have in your fold. I just don't know if you look if you were to if you were to look at the next five years of each overall program. I don't know that there's ever been a bigger gap. Yes, there has. When? Two years ago, when ASU football looked like it was about to make the final meteoric
0: rise, and Arizona football was crap with Kevin Sumlin. That to me is the amazing and and when Arizona was in basketball sanctions right, but and but, uncertainty with with Sean
1: Miller. But the, the, but ASU never made the jump. Arizona basketballs made the Arizona jump. Arizona football ba- hasn't made the jump. Correct. Either. But, Arizona but basketball- my point
0: is my 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 point is is how. So so if ASU had made the jump that we were anticipating that they had made, we're we're talking and Arizona has had Arizona basketball has had one year where they were really good. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of uncertainty out there in regards to how good they we think they can be. A national contender, which we believe they should be, right. on a fairly regular basis. I May mean, or not, it hasn't happened yet. Right. Uh, so you know, we don't know how good Tommy Lloyd's recruiting actually is. We think it's going to be really good. We think it's going to be. Pa- think it's going to pan out. We think he's going to be able to hold a lot of the players in the program, etc. But uh, but he's been here for one year. Right. A lot of that is still a mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, so so talking about the sure thing in regards to Arizona sports is always a problematic thing. And we ought to learn from that hubris, based on what we saw up at ASU two years ago, when it looked like they were moving in a great direction, and Arizona couldn't couldn't get its footing. How quickly this has turned is the aspect that has been that ha, that that has surprised me the most. Right. It has, and we're been, talking like
1: an eight eight months. Eight months. Yeah.
0: And some, some something like that. We're in has gone from Arizona is a in is an athletic department disaster with uncertainty in its basketball program and a nomadic football coach coming off a coming off a program that lost what twenty games in a row? Right. You know, and and now with no with with no hope in sight. Up the road at ASU, you're talking about Hurley being solid. You're talking about Edwards actually maybe having ASU as a top fifteen program. Right. You know, and 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 then
1: the the, the quickness by which that entirely flipped remains astounding to me. You know what? It's a good time to be an Arizona Wildcats basketball fan. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.